Thank you for joining us for today's episode. As promised, we'll be picking up where we left off in our last episode with the remainder of our great conversation with Renita Terry, Idea and Habit Coach. Without further ado, let's get back into it. So I have to ask, being that obviously we are African-American women, we are challenged obviously naturally in corporate America um, because we're female, because we are African-American. And one of the beauties of this podcast for me, and it's been the most touching part of it, is just to see how much hidden beauty is there, how much hidden value um, is there. And for you and where you are now in pivoting and like you said, mourning with hope, how do I pivot, move forward, identify those dead things as a community, as a sisterhood, as a village? Has that been hard connecting with other African-American women in moving forward, like rubbing shoulders and moving forward um, in the area that you're choosing to move forward in? No, I'm going to tell you why, because again, this has to do as an idea and habit coach, I pay attention to my own habits. And that's what I would say. I, I, you, it sounds like you were almost going to ask me, how, how do you mourn with hope the way you mourn with hope? is you examine your habits. So if your habits are constantly, and you and I may have talked about this offline, but, uh, and as you guys can hear, like I read tons of books, right? But here's another book for you that I recommend for the listeners. It's called, I believe, The Gap in the Game by Dan Sullivan. He is a strategic business coach and has been for years for heteronormative uh, white men. And, and, uh, However, this book really was a shift in mindset about what has to happen for you to mourn with hope. And that is that the gap is you constantly thinking about and staying in your mind in the place that is thinking if if you are where you are. So this idea, what did you call it? Idea to execution um, Mm -hmm. um, or whatever the case. So so whatever your idea to execution, the gap is continuing to focus on the failure part of what did not get done. The gain is choosing to shift your mindset to say, because I was courageous, this is how far I've come. And this, and I am going to celebrate the game more than sitting in the gap. Girl, I want to snap my fingers there. Like, I feel like you just did some poetry and dropped some gems, some Love Jones type gems. Like, that was, that was amazing. Like, oh, I could continue this conversation with you all day. So let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. How do you quiet knowing all of that that you just said, having been well read? Obviously, um, I do believe that our families are, have been foundational in setting us up for success. But how do you quiet the noise of the culture? How do you keep the, what the culture says in check and not not allow that noise to distort where you're headed, what you're seeing, where you're going? So I think the other part of what I, I was going to say, you know, before talking about the gap and the gain, I brought that up to talk about habits. And and so the habit is like, like let, let's just be real, right? And you talked about this relative to Black women in corporate settings and all that kind of stuff. I just have to bring it back when you talked about the village. If your village is weak, I don't know how you're going to survive because I'm going to tell you 
that my village is not weak and that is how I'm surviving. So I think the habit has to be cultivating relationships with people who are forward thinking, with people who are not trying to tell me what to do, but who can give me insight based upon their journey. And, And so you have to actively be willing to make that phone call and say, I'm struggling. And then let me tell you another habit, because this is this is for real, for real, especially in this global health crisis that we dealt with. You also because like you're talking about quiet in this noise. Oh, if you don't know how to do that, you're not going to survive either, because I have had to do that in my life. Here it is. I got powerful people all around me, but make no mistake about it. Every one of them powerful people are not who should be having a front row to my ear right now. Because they have their opinions about what it should look like, or this is this is what this is what I used to say a lot to people. Everybody cannot handle your innermost and your outermost at the same time. So for me, while I'm pivoting, for those people who have more binary thinking or a, a kind of a, a to Z thinking, and they don't understand the zig and the zag. Those kind of people are detrimental to me right now because I'll spend more time reflecting on their expectations and disappointments than focusing on my gains. Renita, like you, you, you giving me too much this morning. Like y'all, I got to go back and say, she told me she wasn't prepared for this conversation. (laughs) And oh my God, like this is absolutely amazing. Like Renita. Again, y'all, when and 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 this is the thing, Renita and I just connected in recent years. I had not, and our families are big, undoubtedly. And there's about a ten year, almost a ten year age difference between Renita and I. About eight year age difference between Renita and I. And so the connection um, came about as a result of a family member passing. We connected that day. It was fun. We laughed. I mean, I I remember Renita leaving you telling my sister, I just met, you know, a cousin of ours. She's funny. You reminded me of my sister, actually. And I was like, and it was just something about her. Like, it was just the conversation even that day went kind of deep. Like, we started talking about family history. And so, and I said all that to say, like, I so value to your point about if your village is weak, it it just makes me proud that number one, we're kin. But the other part is, is to see how what came from Uncle Rob, my grandfather, and how it spread across all of us in, in, in our various different lanes. It's just so amazing. And so at our core, at our foundation, you know, I, I always say all I know is strong, right? Like all I know is um, pivoting when I hit a brick wall, figuring out what my next step's going to be. And moving forward and my superpower from a strategic expect uh, perspective is, um, I, I analyze it. I, I analyze, I can analyze mine pair of sneakers. Let me be clear, but I, <laughs> I take it and, and break it down and say, okay, if I go this way, I, I can do this. And what happens with me, because I, I do lead with my logic because, um, I do have a very, um, the way I've been set up with, with my mom and, and being taught to think and, and to lead because that's the position she's always put me in. I, I can walk about by a tree a few times 
before I go ahead and commit to something. That's probably my weakness. While that's also one of my superpowers, that's also a weakness of mine that I have to get out of that loop and just step into it. And so for me, that is the beauty of, of you. I feel like I have to have a you in my village. I have to have a cousin of mine who is very laid back and, and slow to anger and, and has a very, uh, a methodical and laid back approach to conflict. And so it's so great to see that beauty rising up, um, in our generation and moving forward. Because for me, as much as I feel like my, my mom and my grandmothers and my, my grandfathers, all of them were strong. I feel like we get to leverage their strengths that everybody didn't get a chance to see. Right. I, I feel like my grandfather was a great speaker and could have been like an amazing, well-known man throughout the country. And I feel like to your point that we get to live out the things that they didn't get to accomplish in their lifetime. And so. I see that with you and, and having remembered Uncle Rob and Aunt Louise, I so see, like, I, I see you are definitely his granddaughter, like 100% can, can absolutely see that. And so I have to ask this question. I want to turn it internal to our families. How does your family see this skill with you? Are you a trusted advisor within your family circle for um, the type of information that I seek out from you and obviously others as a coach, does your family see that and, and help perpetuate that further? If that makes sense. All right. So, so you open, you opening up a can of worms and <laughs> I'm going to give it to you real and raw. You Come ready? On. Come on. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm an artist. So I'm going to give it to you like this. It's the thin line <laughs> between love and hate. Okay. That's how I feel about it. Um, that's that's how I feel about it because when you are sure in who you are, mm-hmm. and it's in and so here it is, you know, we talked about earlier, um, just kind of sometimes dealing with self-esteem issues. And so it's it's uh, again, I'm a paradox of power because though at times I dealt with with uh I, maybe I should do better to call it not self-esteem issues, but like feeling unsure of myself in moments, in moments, you know what I mean? So, so even though that was the case, the truth is I always been sure of myself relative to like these things I instinctually know that I cannot explain. Mm. And I've been like that since I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? And so to, to answer your question about family, when you are a kid, that's a noticer and you're dealing with adults who are trying to shield you from some things in a world that's imperfect and maybe even imperfect in, in the, in, in the household world. And then maybe imperfect in them when they are trying to shield you from that or to, 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 um, in some ways, sometimes it, this is just my opinion. Sure. Maybe, maybe, pretend like no you didn't see what you saw or no you didn't hear what you hear or so so you hear these phrases stay in a child's place Mm. you know so I heard a lot of things stay in a child's place I heard you're too independent I heard all these things that honestly if it wasn't for my own self-work it could have broken my stride and my pride come on Um, and and so I I've 
really spent the whole of my life trying to get back. All we're trying to do is get back to who we really are. And, and, and even though I say get back to who we really are, we're really trying to discover who we really are. And it is, and you know, I said that to you uh, in a conversation recently, and I'll say for the audience that it's really when you know who you are, and then when you know who's your who, uh, um, that going from trusted advisor to expert becomes easier because you like, can't nobody silence me. And I know who I'm talking to. That's right. I love that. I, you have such a way with words. And so I got two more questions for you. And I've decided in all my note taken this morning that we will have this conversation again. I feel like these conversations are fruitful. I feel like these conversations could help right here in our family. And I think those are the connections that remain to be made. And I think if nothing else from 2022 or that I gained from this podcast, that is one of my main goals is to connect Renita to this person over here, connect this person over here. You need, you're struggling with this. Let me connect you to uh, Renita or connect you to me. I mean, whatever. That is the beauty of this podcast and these conversations is number one, I am committed to understanding. That is my word for 2022. I want to understand your why, how did you get here? And what I do with that understanding is I take it and I put a mirror up to myself and and ask myself some of those same questions. Or I take some of those seeds that you just dropped a little while ago and I I speak that over myself because there is value in those connections. There is value in hearing um, your struggle but also your successes like there. I don't want to take away or detract from like the, uh, uh, when I say me too, but I, I want to say I experienced that too. And, but this is where I ended up. And so um, people always, you know, see where you are. They don't know your journey, but to know your thought process in the middle of that journey, that's important to me. Like, and so mm-hmm. to say that, that's, that's really, really good. And I asked that question about what you are in your family, because I always look at organically what, you know, people always say, which cousin are you or, or which, you know, I, and, and how my, my family views me. And so I'm, I'm cognizant of the role that I play, if you will. And I'm okay with it. And my role is usually organizing stuff because that's just my thing. I mean, it is what it is. And do, do I get tired of it? I may get annoyed in the process, but I also realize that that's the value that I bring to uh, our circle. And so I, I own it. I'm okay with it. Um, does everybody trust me to do it? I think that in, in my family and for those that are listening, is that I realized that is my superpower organizing. And I think some of my family members want to do what I do and don't do it as well. And so it's letting go like, Hey, this is Sean's thing. Let, let me let her have that. And so usually that's the tussle, right? Is for us. We're, in, we're fighting a lot of times, if you will. Fighting is a strong word, but we're fighting for. Um, that we're in the same lane. We're trying to function in the same lane and what's easy for one may not be easy for the other. But do you want to grow in that space? Absolutely. And I think we just have to learn how to pivot and respect um, what the strengths of the others are and be willing to take it again, regardless of age. And I think that is the thing with my family is 
is the age piece of it is looking around for wisdom, not always feeling like your age. You have to look forward from an age perspective to get wisdom or have lived longer. Don't get me wrong. They, they do have a story. Our, our ancestors or the elders in our family do have a perspective and all that that we don't have, but there's still wisdom that resides in some of us y- younger people. And so I want to always ask that question just to, just to get a little bit of footing and oriented to how um, each of our little family, smaller family circles, fun- yeah, how they function. And so my, my last two questions, one of the things I want to say, is, can I interrupt you for just a second before you ask me those questions? So, so if you ask in that way, like, like how, how does my family see me and to give it more in a succinct way, um, in a real sense, I guess I'll use alliteration and say they see me as a consultant and advisor like you do. Um, but I think they also see me. So let's say advisor for alliteration, but they also see me as aloof. And only recently have I um, started again to settle more into who I am to realize and number one, understand, like, think think about the most powerful people in the world. Can, can you reach them every time you feel like it? Right, no, right. you cannot. And and then the other part of it is um, I am an introspective person. So actively, I am actively even in talk about all this pivoting and evolution in, in the last, uh, you know, two years during this global health crisis. Um, I am actively building a life that can fall off the grid and fall off the map at any time. Like that is what I desire because I'd rather be with my own thoughts um, in the woods. And I'd rather somebody like yourself come visit me where I am than me show up in this hustle and bustle world to try to, you, you know, I want them to want I was talking to a friend of mine about participating in your own rescue. And I'll just say in short, I want I want to connect with the people who want to participate in their own rescue enough that that they will follow the path. You know, I think they say it's um, Ralph Waldo Emerson that says if you can build a better mousetrap, um, you know, uh, the the world will beat beat their way you know, to your doorstep or something. I'm, I'm messing it up. But the point is, if, if, if you will build the path, people will find their way to your door. And my thing is, I, I have a more introspective life and I'm starting to accept that instead of people, you know, trying to make me be this extroverted person. You know, I am, I am an ambivert. Like I am, I am an int- extroverted introvert, but I am an introvert for sure. And so I don't have to conform, talk about those societal pressures and stuff. I only listen, if if I can't conform to the world, that's why I say it's a thin line between love and hate, because honey, I'm I'm starting to accept <laughs> that even within my own family, I release trying to please and conform even there because it is an absolute losing battle in a way. Yes. That that I can lose my soul um, trying trying to honestly. Let's talk about something else that you and I talked about offline about being understood. Like I'm having to release, unfortunately, the need to be understood. Wow, that's good. That's yes. That's ah, uh, yeah. 
I don't even have anything else to offer on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. Like that's 100%. And I think for me, you, you stated it well. I think I too am an extroverted introvert and I know how to turn it on when I have to. This podcast is one of those things that, that is pulling me out of my normal day to day. But I think I had to let that go. I had to let go of the need to be understood. I had to let go of the need to tell my side of the story or to even um, try to get you to understand my thinking. And that's why I said my word for this year's understanding, because I'm committed to understanding whether it be your your walk, your story, your why, because I'm very introspective, too. And I want to take that and turn it on myself and see what do I look like um, in that picture? What do I look like? Whether it be right there, a part of your immediate circle outside of your circle, what does my circle look like? What do I look like in the circle? That's what these conversations are for me. These conversations allow me to go back and check myself because at the end of the day, I do want to be better, but better for me or better according to the way God sees me, not better for um, the way my family or my friends or whomever see me. I I want to be an authentic version of me, not some muddy version of what somebody else thinks I should be. And so, no, that was that was 100 percent perfect, Renita. And so I'll ask you this. What do you tell a young lady who's struggling with her identity, with her career? She She's struggling with her, you know, taking maybe she knows her gift. Maybe she doesn't. What advice, what wisdom would you give her? Two things. Number one, I would ask her struggling compared to what? Because that's where we're always struggling is mm. in compare in comparing ourselves to someone or to some ideal situation. So struggling compared to what? Mm. And then I think the next thing and and I'm actually, as I as I talk to you, I'm digging through some notes real fast because I actually heard this. Uh, you know, some people talk talk and gave Clubhouse a bad rap, but I sat in some great rooms on Clubhouse last year, and I took notes where I could. And there was something that stood out to me, and I want to share with you um, that this lady said actually about confidence. So, if someone is listening, and you are kind of struggling in your identity. Um, it's that whole thing about confidence. And I'll tell you who said it. A lady named, I'm going to give it to you in just a second. Let me see if I can find it. No, take your time. This is good. This is, this I'll, is good. Um, I'll attribute it to somebody in just a minute uh, because I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing her name right now. But this is what she said. She said, you're not struggling with confidence. This is her name is Michelle McLean. I have no idea what she does. Um, um, she may be an artist or a coach of her own in her own right. But she said, you don't have a lack of confidence. You have a lack of keep. K-E-E-P. Mm. The K stands for knowledge. The E stands for experience. The E the next E stands for education and the next P stands for preparation. Wow. And so again, that's, that's how you develop your confidence. So to that person who is struggling with your identity, 
you could be struggling with your preparation. Maybe you impatient. And so your, your, your impatience is causing you to forfeit the preparation like you need to. Um, or, or again, that comparison piece may be causing you to not get the experience you need because you can flip the word experience into wisdom. So, so that's, that's just that I, I would ask her number one, compared to what struggling compared to what? And number mm-hmm. two, um, you don't, you don't lack confidence. You lack keep knowledge, experience, education, and preparation. And that's the note I want to end on because that was absolutely amazing. Renita, I am determined to keep this conversation going with you. I feel like we'll have to do regular check-ins because you dropped so many gems today. Your insight has been absolutely amazing. Uh, I have some things to walk away with. I'm hoping that everybody that listens um, is able to get get a pencil out, y'all. Get a pencil and paper out and get ready to take notes um, because this has been truly, truly, truly one that I will have to replay over and over again to make sure that my notes are really clear and accurate. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for sowing a seed and giving me your time. And so I want you to take a moment, share your social media handles. I will be sharing all of her information on my pages when this gets ready to air. And so I want you guys to know, reach out, connect to Renita. You are amazing. So share your information, share your information. Thank you, Sean. I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity. Again, thanks for the invitation. And uh, people can find me, especially as I'm pivoting and all. So that means URLs may change, but you'll always be able to find me on social media, several outlets at Renita D. Terry. Um, so R-E-N-I-T-A-D-T-E-R-R-Y. You'll be able to find me there. Um, currently, I'm hanging out a lot, lot more on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, probably in that order, which is so weird to me, um, actually. But but that's that's kind of where I'm hanging out. But you'll be able to find me and you'll probably always be able to find a link in a bio to get in touch with me. Uh, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Thank you so much. Listen, y'all, today, value in my village. It, I went into my family and boy, did we get it. And again, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And listen, we will keep this conversation going. Indeed, I look forward to it. Hey, ladies, thanks for listening to the Heart Headed Way podcast. Please subscribe and share with your family, friends, co-workers, whomever. Also, be sure to connect with us on social media, Facebook and IG at The Heart Headed Way. And finally, if you have some podcast topics or you would even like to be a guest on the show, please email me at thehardheadedway at gmail.com. Make it a great one, ladies. Bye.